please don't judge. Please don't judge because we never saw that we never saw your favorite movie. But now it's time. All right, Al, let's hit him with the finale. It's Alex and Steve with a pot, and they're watching the movies they should have. It's movies that I should have watched. I should have watched. I should have watched. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Movies I Should Have Watched. It's the podcast. We watch a bunch of movies. We're supposed to watch a million years ago. We're finally getting to them, so stop yelling at us. Alex, I'm crushing that lately. I'm just like perfect on that. I'm Steve Granado, your host, alongside the number one coffee boy on a Sunday morning, Alex Schmitten. What up, Al? He's poor. Are you ASMRing right now? You did crush it. You did crush the intro. Thank you. I, um, this is a French press. This is Modern Times Coffee. Um, shout out to Modern Times. <laughs> Thanks for the sponsor. Use promo code MISW <laughs> at, po- at checkout. <laughs> and, uh, I'm getting my day started. It's, uh, it's 1037 and, um, I just woke just to up. Take this. this is Al. This is not coming out for a long time. Also, for listeners of the podcast, audio quality just dropped drastically because <laughs> we're no longer in person. I'm now recording in a cave, and um, I'm really uh, I'm deep in, in the Amazon forest. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, thanks for Steve for allowing me to still stay on the podcast despite me um, being in a cave. But. Um, we got you a Verizon LTE hotspot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Use promo code MISW mm-hmm. for ten dollars off your monthly bill. <laughs> Man, good Alex. morning. I got the morning, morning face still. Can you see? I don't know if you guys get the morning face. Where like you're laying. I feel like this is when all the blood rushes to your face, and you're, mm. it just you just look different. I don't know if you guys have that. You just look different. Yeah, it's like, like you've been beat. Like my eyes are a little truck. swollen. Yeah. I'm I'm sore. I went surfing yesterday, and I'm super sore because nice. I'm just getting pummeled by the waves because I don't know how to do it. But because um, <laughs> you don't surf, because I don't surf. I'm not a surfer, not yet. But just wiping out, just waking up at six in the morning, and just almost drowning by the yeah. You wake up at <laughs> six in the morning to get out by six twenty, mm-hmm. and then you. And then what you do is let Mother Nature just throw you around for three hours. Yeah, it's literally like <laughs> we. I wonder what we look like like out there because people people watch surfers all the time, and like mm-hmm. I'm sure like, wow they they suck. We're, yeah, <laughs> just like eating it, just sand in my ears, like just falling, just like oh my god, that wave was huge. But then really on the shore, it looks like it's a two foot wave. So we're learning and. Um, you know what? We're drinking coffee today, and hopefully the blood rushes away from my face because I'm. Uh, I feel like I look like I got punched in the face. <laughs> yeah, you sound like it too, Alex. Today, again, this is not coming out. Wait, for how a are while, you doing? But... I I, we, I never ask you this. How are you doing, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get some health tips at the top? Yeah, um, give us. A health I'm gonna tip. tell you how I'm doing. I'm telling you how I'm doing today, Alex. It's a beautiful day in California oh. today. Might be the prettiest day we've ever had this year. Uh, we are <laughs> recording this here just to, to date it. Again, we are, we're, we're in the middle of Moviethon right now because we're recording way in advance because I'll be very busy in the next coming months. Uh, we're recording this on May 23rd uh, in the morning to timestamp at 1040 a.m. But it is gorgeous today. The the spring is sprung, Alex. It's 76 degrees and sunny in Los Angeles. Oh, I love that. I, I picked a flower this morning. I got a flower. I picked a nice, beautiful white flower. I put it in a recycled vase. My money that is tree now in is my thriving. Home. Alex has this? a new money tree. Look at that money tree. You can't see it. This is an audio medium. Uh, it's healthy. I made some coffee myself this morning. Wow. I Last night, 
We live very close to Angel Stadium. I can see the Angel Stadium fireworks after they lose what is like 17 of the last 19 or something ridiculous. They're very bad. But we got to see the fireworks last night. We turned all the lights off, watched the fireworks last night. It's a beautiful day. And what am I going to do? Uh, watch movies, watch Lakers basketball, and never go outside. Yeah, stay inside because it's better. It's still and a pandemic. AC. It's still a pandemic. It's not good. Things still, I mean, it's better. I feel safer, but it's still not good. Again, this is so old news at this point. This episode isn't coming out for like a month. Uh, but you yeah, know, we're gonna. By the time you guys listen that. to this, you're gonna be kissing strangers and sharing fish bowls. <laughs> it's gonna be a oh, whole new bowls. world. <laughs> you're gonna be watching the Los Angeles Lakers repeat their second title in a row. Oh yeah. Or they got, or they got ran by the Suns. <laughs> we don't know. That series hasn't started yet. Anything anyway, let's not talk about newsy things. Alex, uh, our guest today is a sportsman. We're talking sports. As you can see by the title, today's movie is Caddyshack, a sports movie. We've already talked about sports today in in the sports capital of the world, I dare say, oh. here in Southern California. Boy, do we have do we love our sports? Sports, sports, sports. So, without further ado, let's introduce our guest. He's very excited, I imagine, or he's super pissed off and doesn't want to be here on a Sunday morning. <laughs> uh, he's the host of Drafting the Magic, a podcast where he and Christian Ilton have fantasy drafts on various things in the Disney universe, available on podcast platforms everywhere. Eric Pesolato is here. What up, Eric? Yo, what's up, boys? How are you? Yeah. Chilling. It's a beautiful day, Eric. It is a very beautiful day. And you know what? What better time to be able to do a podcast than right after I <laughs> shot my voice all the way to heck? <laughs> So I'm gonna sound magnificent throughout this whole this whole episode. So I hope hope mm-hmm. you're okay with it. You know, Steve, you asked me, "Hey, can you be on the show?" I said yes. Two days later, I injured myself, and I'm still mm. on the road to recovery. But I'm still coherent enough to be able to talk about the movie. So that I guess that's all that really matters. You're here. There you go. It's all that you're matters. Here, drafting the magic, fun little show. You and Christian Elton. What's uh, okay, I got a question. I got a question, Eric. What's your favorite Disney sports nope, movie? Nope, 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 nope. Don't answer that question. What? Don't answer that question. Why not? Don't answer that question. That's <laughs> because I have a thing, Alex. Ugh. We should share. Okay. We should share like show notes. I should. That <laughs> we're learning as we yeah, go. You should prep me. Prep me. We're week week twenty, we're, and and you're still we're still we'll, learning. We'll get to that, we'll get, dude. We're like on week like I don't even know where are we. <laughs> I'm like waving my <laughs> hand. Go, Shut up. This is this is week twenty four. This is our twenty fourth nice. episode, Alex. Nice. We're we're blowing past uh, blowing past drafting the magic. We're just really oh, yeah, moving. Yeah. Um, okay, Eric. Question two then. <laughs> question two. What is we just talked about beautiful days in in summer and spring that has sprung. What is your um, ideal summer day? Sitting inside Ooh. watching baseball all day long. <laughs> mm. He's look. Steve's not kidding when he he tells you that I'm a sports guy. I've spent most <laughs> of my life watching games, watching documentaries, uh, which to me Caddyshack is a documentary. Uh, but <laughs> we were exposed to a lot in Caddyshack for sure. <laughs> I I I bet you were. Uh, but no, I look. I I like to go outside. I'm a basketball guy. So Steve, I, I hear you about the Lakers, although. I'm from the East Coast, so mm. I was born in Boston. But <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, uh, well, it was nice having you, Eric. Yeah, I, I guess I'll talk to you soon. I am rooting for Boston right now, though, which is insane because I can't stand James Harden and KD. So. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. 
but yeah, I like to get outside. I, I like to play a little bit. I got a hoop in the backyard. I'll, I'll get out there and, and chop it up most of the time by myself, especially during these times. There you uh, go. But 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 for me, I grew up in an area where it was 118 degrees outside almost every day in the summer, Ugh. and I adapted Ugh. to playing ball outside when it was real hot. Uh, so I just I, I like to be outside. I like to ball a little bit. Uh, funny enough, with bring today, one of the things that I mentioned is is how damn hot it was when they were filming, and everybody sweats throughout the whole thing. But true, yeah, dude, <laughs> so, they were so super kinda, hot of sweat. Yeah, so that that kind of <laughs> translates uh, for me. So that's that's kind of my ideal summer day. There you go. Hmm. Perfect. Al Al apparently now is a surfer. He's been surfing for a few, about a month or so. Month, yeah. So now he's just a surfer boy. He's a classic surfer. I, I, would, like... I would say in the context of the world, that makes you a professional. Doing yeah. a month <laughs> is so much longer than everybody else on the planet. I no, true. So, yeah. I will I will sometimes, I've got a bad habit where I just buy things because I just decide to aspire to do just different things. And sometimes the, uh, the journey lasts longer than others, but... Um, this is another one of those instances. I'm a surfer now. I'm a surfer. So let's see the ones that have stuck at the rug business. Uh, now surfing. Apparently, you bought a bike. It was stolen. Then you got another bike. That was stolen. Uh, and then I bought another. That bike. was stolen. Then you bought another bike. Then you stole it from yourself. And then it was I very stole. Weird. You bought another bike. Yep. You, that's how then you, you stole the. It's yeah. the cycle. You got to keep oh, it. How's the photography business going? You started. Oh, you bought a camera. It's once. not a business. <laughs> like not too. <laughs> But or, I I took a picture. I posted it on my Instagram. You can you can see it on my Instagram. I I posted mm. it. It's pretty it's pretty awesome. Alex it looks really good. So check check the Insta. Happy for you. Check the Insta. Peep the Insta. And um, Happy check out you. my astrophotography picture. My one cool. picture. <laughs> um, Eric, I have a fun game for us today. I I I thought of this yesterday. It hit me. It just hit me. It just came down and hit my brain. I'm going, God, I'm a genius. We play a game called Best and Worst. This will be the second time we play a game called Best and Worst. All right. But I adapted it. Not really. Kind of. I, I found the perfect little molding for today's episode. We're watching Caddyshack, which is the first time we have watched a sports movie on this podcast. Oh, interesting. And you hosting a Disney-themed podcast. I brought those two together. Alex kind of ruined the reveal a little bit. But well, no rehearsal. Today we we're going to play. It's all from the cuff. <laughs> yeah, you ruined it. We're going to play Best and Worst today, which in case you're new to the show, we've only played it once. So this is just the second time we played Best and Worst. But Best and Worst is we pick five movies from a very specific category. And we have to, for all of us, pick which <laughs> is the best of that bunch and the worst of that bunch. Alex took a harsh sip of coffee. And today's theme last time it was when we were doing naked gun so we picked it was way more obscure uh thank you alex keep coughing and steve keep mentioning it that way you don't edit it out uh but we did paramount movies with the word the in the title oh my goodness i love that like the naked gun but today is a little less obscure we're talking disney sports movies a very popular category of film and I feel like Disney does a great job with their sports movies. Family-friendly, while also touching on some harsher topics, and also providing very dramatic tension. So, I am going to give each of you five movies in the Disney sports world. I tried my best to try and pick one from every sport, but they don't have a lot of soccer movies, so I didn't pick a soccer movie. Mm. They have, like, one, and then also, like, Airbud World Pup. 
yeah. and that was very clearly going to be the worst. So I try to pick five good movies. That way it's hard. Are you trying to say so, that The Big Green is not a good Disney sports movie? The problem with The Big Green is I haven't seen it. Okay. All right. So what we where we ran into last time, that's the other soccer movie. What we ran into last time is none of us had seen Friday the 13th, so it was oh. all our worst. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a problem. So I try to pick good movies that we have likely all seen. I know at least Alex has seen all these, and so have I. So hopefully you have. Okay. Without further ado, here are the five movies for best and worst today. Remember the Titans. Oh. The Rookie. Mm. Glory Road. Mm. Miracle. And the Mighty Ducks. Mm. So, Eric, you are our guest. It is your job to pick the best and the worst of this five movie. I was about to say trio. That makes no sense. Between Remember the Titans, The Rookie, Glory Road, Miracle, and the Mighty Ducks. I had to throw in Mighty Ducks and Miracle. I know it's two hockey movies. I know you're a big hockey guy, but I was trying my best not to do that. But here we are. <laughs> okay, so if I haven't seen it, does it have to go to worst? So you haven't seen Glory Road. There are two movies on that list. I oh have not no! Seen. <laughs> I'm assuming I'm going to guess okay. Glory Road and The Rookie. No. You Glory got... Road and Remember the Titans. No. Miracle. <laughs> yes. You haven't seen Miracle? Can you believe that? I, do I need <laughs> to start my own spinoff show from this? Oh. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have reacted the way I reacted because the whole idea of this podcast is that we don't judge people for not watching movies. But Eric, that's pretty bad. Look, I'm, You are known as the hockey guy. That is correct. And everybody back in the league that I work for is... I, I'm never going to hear the end of it now. So that's that's fine. I think they know that I haven't seen it. Um, wow, that's truly shocking to me. Yeah, yeah. How I, come, I just, just haven't gotten to it? That's the only reason. I'm not like boycotting it or saying I'm not going to watch that or oh, I already know what happened. But you know, I'm just I, <laughs> I, I just haven't gotten around to it. I have nothing wow. against it. I love Kurt Russell. I just Kurt I just, Russell's great in that movie. Yeah, I'd imagine he is. I've seen short clips. I just have not sat down and watched it start to finish. Wow, that's truly bizarre. Is that well, crazy? Now you got something to do when it hits 115 degrees in the summer. Hey, that's a good point. It'll make you feel cool. Cool down. So if from I, Lake Placid. Yeah. That's okay. Right. Well, do your best here. Try and try and. <laughs> I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> I was going to give you some rules. I don't know what to do. All right. I'll, I'll I'll give you a best out of the three I've seen and a worst out of the three I I've seen. And okay. I should preface that the three that I've seen, I love each one of them. So it's gonna. Yes. Okay. This that's is gonna good. be a by default thing. I'll start with the worst. The worst of the three for me is the rookie. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Wow. And the only reason okay. it's the worst of the three is just because I like the other two better. I, I didn't dislike. Oh, I was going to say dislike. the sound effects for a fastball. Oh, <laughs> awful. Oh, that's yeah, exactly. That sometimes that is annoying, but uh, that's the only reason that I, I'm sticking it at number three. I do like it. I just like the other two better. So mm. since I, there's only three for me, uh, uh, number two on the list, it, it's the Mighty Ducks, mm, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I cannot consciously put that at number one uh, over remember the titans yeah. remember the titans is just is great first of all i may be known as the hockey guy but my favorite sport of all time is football so the Whoa, never yeah, that. so remember the <laughs> titans yeah i mean i you know people can't see at home i got my 49ers shirt on i'm not just wearing red because mm -hmm. it's a sunday and there's the pga championship going on and i'm doing my best tiger woods impersonation uh <laughs> no i i, I rep my team on sundays 
But remember, the Titans is just, it, it's a classic. I, I, I don't think I've ever met anybody who has said they didn't like that movie. I've, I've talked to people who say, you know, Mighty Ducks was tacky. And yeah, it wasn't all that great. Okay. Uh, it's a kid's I, I've I've talked to more people that have not seen the rookie than have seen it. Uh, so it's a good movie. Yeah, by by those, you know, facts. I, I'll put Remember the Titans at one, Mighty Ducks at two, and then the worst one would be the rookie. Alex, I know you love Remember the Titans. The reason I got this idea yesterday was because I came upon the scene, your favorite scene from Remember the Titans. Where uh, where they're having to get this pep talk in the playoff game, and he goes, "You blitz all night." That scene, uh, great scene. And I'm I'm curious if that's your best. So give me your best and worst, Al. Yeah, it's my best. Remember, the Titans is the best. Uh, they have a great soundtrack, and um, I watched a documentary the other day that was talking about how like Obama used that as his like victory song <laughs> for like his speeches and stuff at a time. So clearly if the president finds it, the, if Obama finds it a good soundtrack, yeah, I was like, <laughs> then I will also <laughs> I agree with that. Um, it doesn't carry the weight. Shout anymore. out, shout out to uh shout out to 2008. But yeah, so um, remember the Titans, definitely number one. Denzel Washington is very good in it. And um, but the worst, oh my gosh, dude. These are, you picked all like very. They're all good. That's the point. Movies. I don't know. See, because Mighty Ducks, Mighty Ducks, although it's not like it, it, it the storyline is like definitely different from all four others. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still good. I don't know. I got nostalgia watching that movie. Um, dude, I don't know. I mean, it's either Glory Road or like The Rookie, probably because oh. like. I knew you were gonna say Glory Road. I love that movie. Yeah, I don't know. It's underrated. You picked it's a very underrated. It's a. You picked like five very good movies. <laughs> That's the point, Alex. It's tough. Glory Road is it a good a movie. One. Like Remember the Titans is a good movie. It's very in the same vein, black versus white situation, racism situation in the South of Texas. Great right. film. Uh, not as good as Remember the Titans. There's no mistake. They that. came out but around the same, the same time. Same no. World. I actually don't know. Mm. Google it. Um, for me, <laughs> best and worst of this five group uh worst mighty ducks uh i think it just doesn't hold water with the rest of the movies i was gonna pick cars as the fifth movie cars? but it doesn't feel sportsy because <laughs> it's it's racing but it's not necessarily i don't know it didn't feel like it fit in this um so that's why i didn't put it in there. that's why i chose mighty ducks uh and then i think i have a two-way tie for the best remember the titans a miracle i love miracle and i love remember the titans for different reasons they're both very very good movies all these movies are good they're all good uh, mighty ducks is a, it's a kid movie like Mighty Ducks is good in the fact that it gave us all our favorite hockey team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's that. Definitely number um, one. Anyway, that was best and worst. Yay. That was best and worst. That was nice. Woo. Apparently we clap for best and worst now. Um, <laughs> Alex, we are, we are very deep. We are very deep into the pod, so I think we need to get into this. Let's go ahead and get into today's movie, Caddyshack, a runtime of one hour and 38 minutes in the comedy and sport category, released on July 25th, 1980, rated R, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. It checks in on the tomato meter at 73%, a certified fresh movie with an audience score much higher at 87%. It was directed by Harold Ramis, written by Brian Dole Murray and Harold Ramis and one other, and it stars Chevy Chase, Rodney Dangerfield, Bill Murray, and many others. Here is the IMDb tagline, very, very short. An exclusive golf course has to deal with a, bra- a brash new member and a destructive dancing gopher. What? Um, 
Nice. Very strange. Green light. Eric, don't know how you are, f- how familiar you are with the show, and of course for drafting the Magic fans who have hopped over here. And in case you are new, at the top here of the show, twenty minutes in, we give our spoiler-free review of the movie, so people can come here and look for a recommendation, a steer clear, or a meh. That is what we're going to do right now. So, Eric, I will ask for your spoiler for your review right now. Would you recommend Caddyshack to somebody who has not seen it before? As somebody who, for the most part, only watches comedies, like, I, I just, I, I've, I've never been a huge movie person, at, like, the whole spectrum of movies. Yeah. Like, when the Oscar nominations come out every year, I'm like, wow, I've seen none of those, ever. <laughs> I think I have, I have, like, a streak of, I don't know. 12, 13 years running of never seeing an Oscar-nominated movie. Because <laughs> it's I'm hard just to keep like, up. Yeah, it is hard to keep up. But I'm just like, I want to. Whole part I, of the show. I want to laugh. Look, I, you know, I got the podcast. I I broadcast the games. I'm doing 900 things. That if I sit down and watch anything dramatic, I'm going to fall asleep. Yeah, and that's that's mm. that's a detriment to me. It's got nothing to do with the movie itself. It's just me. So I yeah. need to laugh the entire time. Caddyshack, uh, for me made me laugh more than I thought it would the first time I, I saw it. And I, I watched it again uh, yesterday, just so I could refresh. It, it, it's been a, a bit since I've seen it from start to finish. But uh, for everybody out there, look, if you want to see something absolutely ridiculous and you love golf, and uh, you know there's, there's a lot of names in the movie that people recognize, and you just want to see something that pretty much makes no sense, I, I, would, I would say turn this thing on. Just just sit back, relax, and just enjoy it for what it is. It became a cult classic uh, because it did not do well at the box office comparatively to everything else uh, when, it, when it first came out in 1980. So uh, nowadays it's just, hey, this, this movie is really dumb and you need to take it for what it is. If you sit down and watch it with that frame of mind, you're going to love every minute of it. That's, that's just my two cents. Wow. Glowing review. Uh, Alex Schmitten, would you recommend... I don't know why I just said both your names. Why uh, would you recommend Caddyshack to somebody who has not seen it before? Yeah, I I don't know. I'm still on the fence. I'm on the fence with this. Um, I think each comedy movie has like its own style. And I don't know if this was a National Lampoon thing or whatever, but um, it wasn't. Yeah? Yeah, nay? Uh, It kind of drew some inspiration from there, but not, you know, not directly. But Mm, Okay. I think it's just because I associate Chevy Chase with like yeah. National Lampoon mm-hmm. stuff, but um, I I really like. There were a lot of things that I did like about it. I really like Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I think every like, I mean, we can talk more about it later on. But um, like, if you keep the subtitles on, it really helps you keep up with all the things <laughs> that he's saying. Um, and so that was. I think he's like a comedy like legend. And so to watch him, that was the first movie that I watched with him in it. And so. Um, yeah, it was really cool. It was really cool. Uh, I'm not a golfer, nor do I know much about golf, so a lot of the, the stuff didn't really make sense to me. But um, yeah, I mean, I took it for what it was, and I still enjoyed it. So still on the fence as far as whether or not I would recommend it to like the average person. But um, yeah, if you're a comedy dude, and like if that's what you're like solely into, then yeah, definitely give this a watch. Um, but yeah, still on the fence. Wow. Eric, I know you chose this movie, and... For the last 15 hours, I've been grappling with this moment. (laughs) Why, Steve? Why? I'm sorry to say this, Eric. (laughs) Oh, no. I really did not like Caddyshack. I gotta go. Dun, dun, dun. I am so sorry because I... 
I don't want to be mean, but I really didn't like it. I was very disappointed. I am so sorry to say that I really, I don't know. I just don't think this movie was for me. Well, see, that's the thing. It isn't for everybody. It's, and and I, I know we can say that with most things in life. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you know, it, like, like I said, it, it didn't do well at the box office when it came out. There's a reason I think for... I would have been yeah. one of those guys at the box office going, where's my money? <laughs> would have got up and walked, I want it back. walked right out to the concession stand and got yourself a tab or something. Uh, that was that's probably I, um... one of the 70s. But <laughs> I really thought this movie has not aged well. Um, to me, I'm a big comedy guy like you, Eric. I love comedies. What's your top comedy? But we went from watching... We, the last comedy we watched on the show was The Naked Gun. And then we went to this, and I think that definitely played a lot into it. The Naked Gun throws a new joke every five seconds. Mm-hmm. And I felt like Caddyshack threw a new joke every seven minutes. So... In my head, I'm going, oh my gosh, this is the slowest movie I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> but I think a lot of that has to do because we just watched Naked Gun. Okay. Um, but with that being said, I'm sorry, Eric. I really didn't like Caddyshack. <laughs> there were a couple moments where I chuckled, uh, but a lot of things, like you kind of threw out there, don't really make sense. And I think that really barred me from enjoying a lot of this movie. So... I like that we have a little spectrum here, though. We have a guy who loves it. We have a guy that's on the fence. And we have a guy that will probably never watch it ever again. <laughs> Makes it interesting. I didn't want to hurt your feelings because I've also realized after watching this I've and, and not enjoying it, I've realized that movies really, like, define people. You know what I mean? Like... People are very defined by the movies they like. Like, I love Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. And I will say that every time I can possibly say that. I loved The Sandlot because it reminds me of being a kid who played baseball. These things are, like, part of our identity. And so if you say some that you don't like a movie that someone loves, they take they can t- kind of, like, take that personal. And, like, I'm starting to realize that, that that's so important to people. No. Which is nice. I, I, don't, I, but... don't, I don't care. No, you're, you're fine. <laughs> okay. it's, not, it's not my favorite comedy of all time, so I'm like, eh. <laughs> there's there's so many others. I just thought since you know, like you said, that this probably won't air for like another month or so. But you know, it's PGA Championship Sunday. It's the final mm. round today, and the golf thing popped into my mind, and I, I figured it was very apropos, very appropriate. Wow. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and get into it now. Alex, do you have the sound oh, ready for me? I, the answers. I made it. I made it. Um, it it uh, there was a bit crushing effect that I that I had on there, but uh, didn't really sound how I wanted. So I I yeah. I've I've added some auto tune to it, and um, it's it's getting sent today. No, you, it's impossible. You're a liar. This is three. This is weeks running. It's weeks coming. Running, months running. It's coming. These it's things take coming. time. Um, no, it doesn't. Um, I think I'm gonna ask you one more time next next episode, and if it's not ready that by then, we're retiring what wasn't supposed to be a bit. <laughs> um, Alex was supposed to make a sound for this. He hasn't made it. Here we are still. I already told him. By the way, we're doing a Halloween horror month. In October, Ooh. and I told him now <laughs> that I want a remix of the song, of our theme song. So I give him six months <laughs> or five months to get that done. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into it. Let's jump into spoilers for Caddyshack. If you have not seen Caddyshack before and you don't want the movie ruined for you, now is your final warning. We are about to jump into spoiler territory. All right, let's go ahead and get into it. Caddyshack opens with uh, the gopher run around the golf course and the title. Very simple opening. Uh, some credits roll over the top. And then we jump into this uh, frantic home. 
this frantic two-story home with a bunch of kids running all over the place. Uh, this made me laugh at the beginning. Uh, I liked this opening little sequence. Uh, I like the dad, which we, by the way, never go back to that house, which was very bizarre that we just throw that into right. the top first thing we see and then never come back. Um, but I like the dad sitting down at the breakfast table going, who's this? Who is this? Mm-hmm. That's your nephew. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. I thought that I mean, like pats him on the head. I thought it was hilarious. I really like that part. Yeah, sets, so- sets up some background for sure. There's so many things about this movie that makes absolutely zero sense. And the first few times I saw it, I I almost leaned towards Steve's uh, line of thought a little bit about what the hell am I watching? And then I read into the background of the movie and why a lot of this stuff doesn't make any sense. And we'll talk about it a little bit later. But yeah, you're right. Not ever going back to this house ever again the rest of the movie. I was like, hey, hey, wait a minute. This is is like your, uh, what was the... What was Richie Cunningham's brother that ascended up into the stairs <laughs> that we never, ever saw again? Oh, I don't know. I don't... Okay. All right. Well, I'm dating myself over here. That's that's great. But anyway, uh, go. it was like one of those moments. <laughs> yes. Um, but Alex, I think we got we have an MISW first here today. Yeah. We get a second credit sequence. Hmm. Very bizarre. It opens with credits in the gopher and the title of the movie on a golf ball, then it goes to this house, and then it goes back to credits. Maybe it was like an opening, like a um, a cold open. Maybe that's kind of like the... Well, there's a two cold, cold open opens. that wasn't cold. Yeah. Warm open. <laughs> a lukewarm open. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. Because it was a short... That ad- it was a short credits at the top. It adds on to the, the list of things that don't make sense, so let's just keep it... Let's keep a checklist here. We'll just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need one. Well, you look, they, uh, they they had a cold open there. You got a couple of guys who were on Saturday Night Live, so you probably figured that had something to do with it, right? With Chevy and Bill Murray, who, by the way, hate each other like nobody could ever believe. Really? Were they in any scenes know. together? I wonder how many people like <laughs> Chevy were, Chase. They were in one scene together, <laughs> and it was it was yeah. when they... Well, I'm sure yeah, we'll get the, to it uh, a little the garage. bit. garage. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it later on, but oh, that's right. one that's scene right. together, and it was a throwaway <laughs> scene because Harold Ramis was like, look, we, we got to make it look like you guys enjoy each other's company. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> um, but then we go to this, we go to this golf course, um, and we start learning who these characters are. We're introduced... Um, to a couple of the characters, we're introduced to Chevy Chase. Ty Webb is the character he plays. Um, we get introduced to Michael O'Keefe, who is Danny Noonan. Um, I think we also get introduced to the judge here, played by Ted Knight. And we're at this golf course, right? This country club. And uh, Danny Danny is essentially the main character sometimes. There isn't really a true main character in this movie. Yeah. It's kind of bizarre. There's three things um, going on at the whole the whole time. Yes, there really is. There's about three different separate storylines, and they kind of con- they end up converging a little bit um, towards the end. But we get introduced to Chevy Chase really right here. He's starting to do the blindfold golfing thing yeah, uh, with his shot. caddy. So they're all caddies. Yeah, and then yeah, and he's able to have that nice shot. Uh, was a pretty good shot. There's actually some pretty decent golfing in this movie. Like I'm, I was pretty surprised at Chevy Chase's ability to golf in this. Um, but man, we got some young bucks in this bad boy, Chevy Chase. Young strapping lad, Bill Murray, we get introduced to, who plays Carl Spackler. He is a young, young guy. Um, but I did not, I think this is the first time in my life I didn't like Bill Murray. So, all this, I, I read an article, it said that every single scene where Bill Murray was like trying to kill this gopher, it, every single scene was improvised. <laughs> Can you guys uh, fact check on me? Yeah. Whoa. Eric, yep. you said yeah. That is true. <laughs> 
Yeah, they let That's him. Bizarre. They let him basically run with it. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah. Yep. Which okay, that which kind that of changes it. my uh, perspective a little bit. Um, I didn't know that. that. And then someone also said, or in the same article, uh, they said that the gopher was uh, added on later because they felt like it made sense, like after <laughs> or something. I don't wow. Know. I'll tell you right now, the gopher doesn't make sense at all at any point in this entire movie. I don't even know why it's nope. in there, and it adds to the ridiculousness of it. Why it's what I, why I like it so much. Yeah, yeah, totally, very strange, totally. very very strange. So yeah, wait, let, can we go over like the three storylines really quick? Because I I I kind of forget. So it's okay. like the Bill Murray trying so, to hunt the so gopher. Needs to kill the gopher. Danny needs to win this caddy scholarship because he needs to go to school. Right. Um, and then it's like this little fight off between Ted Knight and Rodney Dangerfield, Al and the Judge. Right. right, who are like trying, like the judge is like, uh, or uh, Al, uh, Al is like this guy who like is kooky and crazy and like he doesn't belong, but he's trying to buy the place. He's and, a like, real estate thing, guy, right? yeah, real estate tycoon. Yeah, uh, and they're all bad golfers essentially, except for except for Chevy Chase. Um, yeah, it, it's. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what okay. I love about this, this is a lot. I love about me. Rodney Dangerfield. He's the guy. He's quick. Like I, I don't. I haven't watched any other stuff with him in it, but I really want to now because like every little joke that he had, I can. I can't even think of any right now. But it's all. He's like that. I get no respect. Like that's like his like long running gag, right? But each thing, it was like. Um, I love how he played like the rich guy. He's like. He's like, hey, uh, tell tell the chef that it tastes like uh, low grade dog food or whatever, but but still tips the server. You know, it's like all those subtle things where he's like. He's like tr- talking trash on them, but then still gives him a 20. <laughs> so it's like, he's still a cool so, guy. I really like him. So Rodney had never done a movie before this. This was his first, this is his first real big movie role. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's because he knew all the, the other comedy guys, really. He was known as a stand-up comic, which, of course, that's what his main gig was. Mm-hmm. They gave him a role in this movie. It jump-started his acting career. Go watch Back to School. I don't know if it's on your, your list, but you, you can add that one in there. I don't think it is. Same. Yeah. Same basic personality in that in that movie for Rodney, where you're right, he insults everybody but loves everybody at the same time. Yeah. Uh, his, his my favorite line of his in this movie was definitely when they were in the pro shop and he's looking at the hat. And, yeah, you know, that was my favorite yeah, part of it. Ted Knight has the hat on, he goes, look at this, this is ridiculous, you know, what do you, if you buy this, do you get a free bowl of soup with it? And he turns <laughs> and goes, oh, looks good on you though. I can't tell you yeah, how many times I say that to people on a regular basis, still. <laughs> <laughs> to this day, oh, looks good on you though. Oh my god! No matter no matter what they're wearing, if I love it or hate it, that's the one that always comes out. And it's all stuff mm. too, where it's like if you think about like learning now that Bill Murray was able to impro- improvise every scene, that kind of gives you some insight into like maybe they let a bunch of these other dudes improvise their scenes as well, or at least come up with jokes and like add them into the script like whenever they wanted, like. And it kind well, of his, <laughs> maybe that's why it's so chaotic. <laughs> and his his brother was one of the producers too, Brian Doyle Murray, uh, who played uh, you know the head of the uh, the pro shop. He was the head of the, the head caddy, the, okay, the ward guy with it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's Bill Murray's brother. So he was he was one of the producers. He was one of the writers. You know, when when you got family there, you, you, obviously there's going to be a lot of give and take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, yeah, go ahead, do whatever you want. We're <laughs> still out here just having a good time, which. It almost makes you feel like the only reason they made the movie because they they just wanted to go hang out in Florida for eleven <laughs> weeks, e- even though Bill Murray was only on set for six days. Oh my uh, gosh! Fil- filming all of that, but the, the the rest of the movie they were just in Florida, burning up for for eleven weeks and just having a good time. And when I say having a good time, it's a very infamous movie for 
all the shenanigans that happen off camera. Yeah, to I'm gonna have to watch them like, behind the scenes, like <laughs> just from here. Yeah, and there was a yeah. There's plenty of them. I saw them on YouTube. There's a lot. There's of, plenty of the behind the scenes stuff. A lot of drugs. Um, this turns into like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, there's like this little fight uh, at the like the little shop. Uh, turns into this fight between Danny and one of the other caddies, um, and then he gets like pushed up against the sign. I thought this was an okay joke. He's like, "What's that say? No bare feet." Uh, <laughs> And it's, but it's like no fighting, ha ha ha. Um, but then, the, okay, this is where for me the movie took a sour turn as far as age, because this comes out in 1980, which is ostensibly the 1970s, right? It's it's very it feels very 70s. The hairstyles, the clothing choices, uh, the speed of the film, it feels very 70s. Feels of a bygone era. And this is where Eric, you are one of I think three or four white guests on this show <laughs> both alex and i are minorities this is minority family podcast uh to offer different perspectives and this is where they show the first black character who th- they throw in some bad jokes here that do not age well um the black character i, I don't know who he plays he's a very small role I don't even know who the actor is, but he's like just kind of works in the shop, right? And he's like cleaning things. He's doing. He's giving this guy a massage. Um, but then, like, uh, I think it's the judge, right? Ted Knight says, yeah. like, uh, you hear the joke about the Jews, the Catholics, and the color boy, and that right away I went, oh, <laughs> like that's that hit me in my soul. I mean, it turns into like a thing with him, right? He's just like color boy, and then he like screws up his shoes Mm -hmm. so at least they redeemed quote unquote with that but it didn't hit me right yeah yeah that was a little that was a little strange you're like but yeah it's not okay like you can't do that today for sure (laughs) for sure that would be Um, cut immediately i think i like if someone came to the table like the table read with that they go are you insane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, don't say that. I think that's why they they wanted to like justify it at the end, where where that's when the dude was like, "What? Like, what did you say?" And he was like yeah. holding the shoe, boy, and, and then he like, ended yeah. up just like wrecking his shoe. Um, yeah, which is like, yeah, that joke, yeah, didn't didn't like it, but um, I would have liked to see like how they could have done it today, like in today's <laughs> sense. Yeah. Um, I think it, they may have like ganged up, like a bunch of people may have ganged up on him or something to all like say something if someone had said something like that. Right. Uh, right. But what what doesn't help the situation is the very next. It's like the very next scene mm. is they bring in Mr. Wang, and they start like making fun of like Rodney Dangerfield's like kind of making fun of him, like oh Mr. Wang like it's a it's a dick joke right like and it's oh, just sure, like this, yeah. and he's like immediately the, he's taking the pictures come on it's just a, and it's like ugh, right away I'm just like man we went from like this like. It's just bad. It just doesn't yeah. play well. And again, it's 1980, that's, right? Shot in like 78, 79. Yeah. So that, it just, it really, that's when I went, ooh, man, this hurts. Sure, <laughs> sure. like this. Yeah, that's how, yeah, that's how so. things were. But um, it's, it's good to know that today, like we don't, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. We went, yeah. <laughs> Cutting room floor. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, thankfully now today there's a lot more diverse cast, although, you know, we could always do better, but um, yeah, th- this, this is very telling of like the, the era that we're in, you know, that's mm-hmm. late seventies, early eighties. Um, a lot of Kenny Loggins that I don't know why they loved Kenny Loggins so much. He was featured in so many soundtracks <laughs> in the eighties. Um, but yeah, <laughs> things have changed, including Kenny Loggins. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to see 
that comedy has changed for sure <laughs> to include everybody. Yes. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's rough. I, I think a lot of the a lot of the uh, TV versions where they aired on you know like cable television or network television yeah. nowadays that that part does get cut or mm. at least edited out and, and you know right, rightfully so. But you're <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, any any time you you talk about movies that that were filmed around this time and back in that era, there's going to be a couple things in there at least, and you know other movies maybe a lot more. <laughs> so oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could have been worse, but that doesn't like excuse it. Oh, no, like, no. Talked, no, no. One, one of our early movies was 16 Candles and the whole handling of Long Duck Dong while we talked about how well that character, like how well written that character was and how good the actor was, like how funny he just 100% is hilarious as an actor. But that whole thing just sucks. Like it hurts. Like, as. Yeah. As two minorities were just going like, dude, come on, man. Like, this is rough. Like, come on, John Hughes. Like, you're so good at normally. <laughs> but they really screwed hey, like, up. You were, you were talking about how could we make, go back to Caddyshack, how we could make that scene today. You, you'd probably think they would make more fun of the job the person is doing mm, more yeah. than who the person is. The person itself. Yeah. 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 That, that's probably more where the joke would go to. Um, and it, it could yeah. probably still play funny. I, I mean, yeah. you're... Yeah, you're degrading the job a little bit too, but yeah, when you're when you're going after race like that, that's not that, that ain't okay. You don't do it. Yeah. Well, yeah. there is one movie that I think of that may, does like the the Asian taking picture joke thing, and that's Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Uh, there's this really small scene in Forgetting Sarah Marshall when um, oh my gosh, what's his name? Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel sits down at brunch and he's looking at like other tourists in there. And there's like this woman who's like posing with her, her breakfast, taking pictures. He's just kind of like looking at her while they're taking pictures. And it's, it's played better. It's not as racy and like it, but it's the same hit, right? It hits the same line of joke. Um, so it definitely is played a little bit better. While I think that might be cut now, it's been 10 years or so, 10, 15 years since that movie's come out. They might cut that, but um, it's still, isn't as like, come on, it's just a parking lot. Come on, Mr. Wang. Like, it's just like the Wang joke is so bad. Um, anyway, let's move on from that. Uh, that, that there is only one other racy, racist, I shouldn't say racy. <laughs> There's one other racist joke in this movie. Uh, so at least it wasn't like the joke, like the whole time we're running with that. So again, we're trying to give too much credence here, but whatever. Um, we start learning uh, about their golfing abilities here, and then we see Ted Knight golfing, and he's terrible. I thought it, to bring it back to sports here, Eric and, and basketball, he looks straight up like Charles Barkley. Like Charles Barkley, <laughs> straight up Charles Barkley golfing. He's like leaning forward and like falling, and it's just so bad. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you would you would think they would get him some coaching uh, to, to try to make it <laughs> You want to you want to make it look bad without knowing that they are bad. Like there's a way to do that. They just let him go out there and make a fool of himself. It looked like, <laughs> which apparently <laughs> seemed to be a theme when when filming movies uh, or comedy movies back yes. in the eighties. Uh, so you, yeah. you're right. That's exactly what he looked like. Good comparison. Thank you. Uh, and then we start learning more about Rodney Dangerfield character Al. I don't know how to say the last name. Al Sirzevic. Shervik. Shervik. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but we see his golf, and this is like was definitely where a lot of the budget went into. There are two spots in this movie is where the main budget went into. One is this, where we start learning about his golf bag. We start seeing all the things that he has in the golf bag. And then at the end with the explosions, the pyrotechnics in this movie are insanely big. Yeah, that was um, nuts. But well done. 
right away. That was my, maybe my favorite part of the movie. I was like, whoa, they really went in on the budget here. Yeah. Uh, but we see the the all the things that he has in his golf bag. It's the radio, um, the like Albert Einstein golf club, uh, the beer tap he has, and the TV. Right, we get all those little bits that Rodney Dangerfield has in his in his golf bag. Which, okay, lots of swings here, both figuratively and literally. Uh, but uh, I feel like they could have spaced it out a little bit more because they kind of just rapid fire all the jokes. They could have like continually got back, like go back to the pot there, and like kind of sprinkle that throughout this entire golf sequencing. I yeah, oh, I think that's just because he's quick, like. Rodney Dangerfield, yeah. he has like 10,000 jokes in his brain at one minute. So I, mm. I think that explains a lot of it. But, um, but yeah, <laughs> he did. Whenever there was a scene with him, I think that's kind of what played to like the the um, the slowness to it is like whenever I, I really like Rodney Dangerfield in this movie. I thought it was so cool. Whenever he was in it, it was like, bah, 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 bah. but then when you get to the um, what's the the boy's name, the the caddy, what's his name again? Danny. Danny. Yeah. When you get to Danny. his scenes where he's like with the girls and like hanging out with the other caddies, like it's way slower and it's like almost a break mm-hmm. from, from the rest. But um, yeah, yeah, you're right though. It is. I, I would have liked to see it more spread out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rodney's the movie. I mean, I don't think there's a, there's yeah. A without point. him, this movie falls super yeah. flat. There, yeah. I probably would have hated it. <laughs> there, there's a couple with Chevy yeah. chase though. Um, like some small, just like, Okay, where he can like we, gets can weird. Can we talk about Chevy in yeah. this? Yeah, you, you, you guys like the part Chase? where he was taking the shot? He's like, oh, let me show you how to do it. And he like snorts the salt and then he, he throws yeah. back the shot glass. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that comes in a little bit. That's almost next. Like, we go to the party thing, yeah, right? I and like that, that stupid part. vomit bit. <laughs> I didn't like the vomit bit. Like the guy just like goes and pukes into the guy's car and he sits in the thing. I thought it was kind of lame. But the I want to talk about Chevy Chase. I can I think you could make a pretty strong argument that Chevy Chase could have not been in this movie and it would have been the exact same movie. Uh, yeah, sure. I, I guess, maybe. Because, like, he's... I don't know. I feel like they didn't utilize Chevy Chase correctly because Chevy Chase is kind of playing a straight man in this, which felt weird to me because, as we discussed last week, well, not really, but I guess we can get into it now, I'm a big community fan. And Chevy Chase is the butt end of the joke and he's very much not the straight man in that show in the three-plus seasons that he was in it. And... He crushes that role. He crushes Pearson community, albeit with all the bad things that happen on set with it that we have all learned after the show was finished. But I don't know. I didn't really like Chevy in this. I feel like they, he wasn't utilized right. I don't know how you feel about that, Eric. There's there's a lot of times where I forget he's in the movie. Like if I haven't seen it yes. for like you know a few years, like, oh yeah, he was in that. Yeah, you forget. <laughs> I I do like what Alex said about, you know, he has throwaway lines in here every now and again that are uh, some of the memorable moments. I mean, right in the beginning of the movie when he's talking to Danny and he, he tells him basically how rich he is and talking mm-hmm. about, you know, oh, I'm going to work at the lumberyard for the rest of my life. And he goes, yeah, I own a bunch of those. And he goes, oh, so you know what yeah. it's like. He goes, no, I don't. I've never been there. I don't know where any of them are. I, I, just those <laughs> yeah. little dry jokes that get yeah. thrown in there. Yeah, he's super dry in this movie. Yeah, that's that's where I, I tend to lead to. I love the dry humor. But you're right. I, I think if he wasn't around, you, you're probably looking at the same thing. You wouldn't even notice. And we probably would have got more... Could have Rod- completely cut his storyline. We probably could have got more Rodney jokes uh, yeah. if, if he yeah. wasn't in there. Give us more Rodney. I, yes. I think, too... Because um, we kind of already have a straight guy, right? Like, the Ted Ted Knight's character, the judge, is kind of mm-hmm. straight. I mean, he, he's, he's a little goofy, but he's, especially by comparison to Rodney Dangerfield, is the, could easily have taken over the straight man role. Yeah, yeah. we Yeah, we had enough of the, like, the 
a straight, yeah, yeah, straight man, yeah, whatever. Straight um, man, yeah. I don't know if that's like PC anymore to say straight you, man. You know, the, uh, the, I, I, the I do. I would say though that I think this. So this movie came out in 80, 1980, right? I, I feel like Chevy Chase's career was kind of like blowing up as the 80s progressed and like the 90s even too. So maybe this could have been some of the newer stuff. Like I don't know, maybe. They really yeah. wanted to utilize like Bill Murray and Rodney Dangerfield and like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, or maybe they just didn't like Chevy Chase and they were like, yeah, we'll just give him whatever. <laughs> give him some other there scenes. had to have been a tie well, in there somewhere on... between, you know, Ramis and all the guys around that were on SNL and all that stuff. I, I just, I, I'd imagine they were, somebody was doing somebody a solid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Eric, you brought up that Bill Murray and Chevy Chase didn't get along on the set here, and Chevy Chase doesn't get along with a lot of people on any set. Uh, but uh, to talk about Bill Murray, I, I mentioned earlier that I didn't really like Bill Murray in this movie, and I typically do like Bill Murray. Um, he's pretty crass, um, so if that's not your style of humor, then you're not going to like Bill Murray. Um but I, I, to, to bring it back to the not aging well thing, him staring at like the women golfers and the things and like the hose joke and like the cleaning the ball, like the golf ball washing joke. I'm just like, it just, again, doesn't age very well. Sure. And I, I wish, ah, I wish I wanted more. I, I don't know what I wanted out of this movie. I feel like I said it last night while I was watching it. I was like, I feel like this movie just needs a complete rewrite for me. Like, I don't know, dude. Like I, I don't. I didn't want to be a hater on this movie, and I definitely don't want to be a hater here. And I'm trying my best to walk that line. Yeah, I don't know. This movie's weird for me. I feel like the cast is right, and I feel like given the right context, this could have been a massively successful movie. Well, here's the interesting part about, you know, with everything going on today and all that stuff. If you would have watched this movie, I know you guys are youngins, but if you would have watched this movie 20 years ago, you know, oh, it, it would have been a completely different thing. When you see a movie matters a ton. Even knowing mm-hmm. when it was filmed and how things were made back in the day. Like you said, you watched it now for the first time and it's like, I don't care when this was made. There's a lot of stuff in here that's not okay. 20 years ago, you watch it and you're like, oh, that's crazy hilarious. And maybe you're you're too young to understand what, what a lot of the stuff is going on. So, yeah. you know, timing is everything as it is with a lot of things in life. Uh, this is just a, another example, but I, I also do agree with the, you had the, you had a great ensemble here. Granted, mm-hmm. they were just getting wrecked off camera the whole time. So, that, you know, <laughs> with a lot of the improv going on, if there was act, an actual script for this movie, maybe it would have done better. <laughs> yeah. And who knows, who point. knows what they cut? Who knows what, like, yeah. what other banter oh, that gosh, they were like, yeah. Ooh, <laughs> maybe we can't say that one <laughs> or, or like. Oh, th- Gosh. this one went far. If this is what they went, yeah, we can put this in for. Whoa, yeah. what did they, yeah, that's a good point. What did they cut? Yeah, You guys talked um, You guys talked about the explosion scene at the end and, and all the pyrotechnics they used for this. They didn't even get a, cl- they didn't even get clearance for a lot of that stuff. <laughs> a pilot who wow. was flying, you know, his private plane nearby actually reported to the FAA that he saw a plane crash uh, when those Whoa. explosions went off and everybody freaked out. They were like, no, they're just. Just doing a movie down there. Gosh. Wow, that's insane. I love so much, hearing all um, this. <laughs> yeah, good guy to have on is Eric here. <laughs> Eric's always a good time. Uh, okay, let's keep moving on. We're, we're about to hit the hour mark. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else is new here? Um, this is where uh, I thought the best golfing in the movie was. Chevy Chase has a nice chip shot where he has the two golf balls and ch- with a putter chips the back ball over the the front ball and makes the shot very good i'm curious how many takes that took uh but 
very good golfing right there. Chevy Chase is a pretty decent golfer as long as these are like real scenes. And by the later on, the VFX in this movie, I would assume this is real golfing because the VFX are really, really bad. Um, but okay, so then we get to this caddy tournament, right? Which for me kind of felt a little out of place, but it turns to this caddy tournament um, where Homeboy wins it and gets the trophy and he's trying to win the money, right? I'm just, again, just trying to file along. We also haven't talked about Maggie. There's- yeah. <laughs> uh, Maggie, who's played by Sarah Holcomb. There's like the two women in this movie that are both like just kind of, again, it's dated. I don't think I need to rehash that out here, but like they're the two hot girls or whatever, and everyone's like, you know, swooning over the one girl, and that's where Chevy gets with her, and that's where the shot was, Al. You were talking about the shot that he takes, mm-hmm. like, after fixing the cocktail drink for her or whatever, where it's just two Perriers poured into <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. Uh, God, we, this movie needed more Chevy Chase. This movie needed more Chevy Chase. Or no Chevy Chase at all. <laughs> Go Pick a lane. Yeah, all or nothing. Um, all or nothing on Chevy. Uh, they went all or nothing on, on Rodney and Ted. For sure, that was what they were going with. Did here. you get to the pool um, scene yet? That like crazy. Yeah, that's like... the next thing. The pool scene. <laughs> yeah, the crazy pool party with the crazy the woman who's just like get out of the get out of the pool. Yeah. <laughs> like, it... The amount of people that are. I mean, I know it's oh she, the I totally skipped like the golf the two old golfers. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, where like they the like the guy he keeps having to spin the old guy around. No, that's this way. It's this way. It's this <laughs> way. And then like she like. Sends it straight into the water, and like that was pretty funny. But yeah. the the amount of people in this movie who <laughs> this is going to be kind of mean who died probably three years after this movie came out. There are so many old people in this movie. Yeah, it's crazy. I know it's a country club, but man, there are some ancient aliens in this one. Man, yeah, pretty pretty. I, old. I liked the scene with the uh, the old dude that. Um, it was like about to rain and he's like, oh, can we get nine holes in? Let's just get a quick nine holes in. And they're like, it's yeah. him and um, Bill uh, Bill Murray's the the caddy. And they're like, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, it's starting to rain. It's starting to come down. He's like, it's in like a monsoon and he gets in. He's like, this is the best game yeah. of my life. And then it comes yeah. out. God harder. would never stop this. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets electrocuted at the end. Great performance. That was rough. Great performance. <laughs> that, yeah, that. <laughs> That's what I was talking about the VFX. That that's in a little bit. We're kind of skipping around a little bit, but um, the yeah the <laughs> there's like a frog that jumps out of the hole. I thought that was cool. and then he gets struck by lightning, and it looks awful. <laughs> it looks so bad. He's like bright blue. Yeah, like, he's glowing. It's yeah. really bad VFX. <laughs> I mean, again, it's 1980, but at this point, we do have Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. So you wonder if Ramus was like. Uh... All right, I remember what I did with Caddyshack. Now I have Ghostbusters. Let's not screw this up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure we do this as good as we possibly can. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I haven't watched Ghostbusters in a very long time, but I gotta imagine it holds up VFX wise a lot better than that scene. Yeah. That was like the only VFX scene, and that looked really, really, really like maybe one of the worst VFX shots I've ever seen. I imagine them telling the actor like, uh that's that's not gonna work with what we have. Try it like this. No, that yeah, ain't yeah. that ain't quite it. Stick either. your Try golf to... club straight in the air and then just, and then shake. just shake. Oh, it's, yeah, really bad. But I think the funniest part for me was when he's laying on the ground and it's just bright blue. It's just like, oh my god. That's what happens. It looks like to a you. B movie, B movie cover of Star Wars. Like it's so bad. When you get struck by lightning, you you, you turn blue. <laughs> you glow. Yeah, that's what happens. Uh, you glow. 
Um, we skipped the 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 poop joke. Oh yeah, the right, baby in the Ruth. pool with the baby and he Ruth. Eats it. That looked pretty convincing. <laughs> I like when Bill Murray eats it. I thought that that was my favorite Bill Murray moment from the movie. He's like, it's pretty good. Like he just takes a bite yeah. of it. That was pretty good. But my this is definitely my favorite joke of the movie is when they go to the yacht club, right? Oh yeah. And yeah. she goes to Chris in the boat. And she breaks the front thing, like the piece of wood off. That was my favorite joke of the movie, for sure. It's got a lot of that that physical comedy elements, for sure. Like, they really mm-hmm. go for that. <laughs> yeah. He's driving. Like, he drives uh, yeah. the uh, Ronnie Dangerfield. The he, like, takes the, the, takes the wheel and he drives through the mm-hmm. um, the safe. Or what, what is that called when you're in, like, a, is it safe water zone or something? Like, you're supposed to be going slow. But no wake. Yeah. yeah, no wake zone, right? Yeah, and banging yep. up all those boats are just banging up. Um, he's like, uh, is that a Hell's Angels convention? <laughs> and then the, the jet skis keep, like, come, like they drive up his wake or whatever. Um, yeah, dude, I like that scene. He crashes into <laughs> his boat at the end, like... It's yeah. kind of it's kind of nuts. Drops the well, he doesn't really crash into the boat, but he drops the anchor straight. Drops through the it. anchor, yeah. Hey, you dented my anchor. <laughs> you scratched my anchor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty decent. I like it, dude. Decent. He's so witty. I just, witty. I want these, I want these jokes to come quicker, though. I think it's just the pacing of this movie. I think that's what hurts it from being a really, really funny mm. movie. Because there are moments in this movie that are pretty funny. Sure. Like Rodney Dangerford to our, the, to our, to our general thesis here, <laughs> is is a good character. I love him. Um, I mean, if you, if you really, I didn't like his dancing stuff, but if, other than that, if you really look at it, I mean, we eventually did get that movie. I, Happy Gilmore took. So so many elements from oh. this movie yeah, and kind of turned it into, you know, what Adam Sandler was able to give us, you know, it's almost, they almost mirror each other. It's just, it's got a quicker pace. A guy's still trying to win money, right? Uh, yeah. The storyline is, is cleaned up in Happy Gilmore. You got, you remember when uh, the, the judge's nephew is, is back there hacking away at the ball and he's swearing every time he hits it. And then, you know, mm-hmm. you, you look at Adam Sandler and when he's on TV and they're just bleeping him out in the background. Yeah. <laughs> While he's getting same, upset, same there's there's a, there's a lot of little uh, things that were taken from Caddyshack, brought to Happy Gilmore, and I think we eventually got what we wanted. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly on. it. Interesting. I mean, think about that's it. There, a really aren't, good point there aren't a whole lot of uh, comedy golf movies <laughs> that are around. Mm-hmm. And no. so, yeah, if you're bank, yeah, Adam Sandler, yeah, clearly got inspiration from Caddyshack. Um, that's a good observation. I like that. <laughs> yeah, you look at Shooter McGavin um, is basically Ted Knight. Yeah, <laughs> in, in a way, like there's just all these little things that you can see where he got where he got the ideas from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there's another bad racist joke here. This is the second and last racist joke, thankfully, uh, where I don't even know if it's a joke necessarily, but he says, quote, I got it from a Negro. Didn't like that line. Uh, I don't really necessarily remember the context of that. I think it's like a hat or something that he's oh, talking about. Uh, didn't, didn't like that. Um that was right before the. I totally skipped it. We were skipping around like crazy. Uh, I skipped the Chris. That was right before the christening of the boat. Um, so then he also get. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Danny gets caught with the girl uh, at the judge's house and has to run out of there. And it's the. Can you clean my back like that back shower mm. joke thing? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When he gets caught, um, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. Yeah. But the, this is where <laughs> this is another again this I, I keep rehashing the same things here but Maggie being almost pregnant but then 5 minutes later not being pregnant what was that that was so why is that in the movie at all it didn't even seem to be close into this movie I don't know 
I don't Nobody know. had any idea what the hell they were doing from start to finish. You talked about how nope. we skipped around on different parts. This is exactly how they, so they, they. made it. Yeah, they, they didn't know what they were doing. <laughs> yeah, like she's like scared that she's late. And then she's like, I'm going to have it. And then they go to one other scene and then immediately come back. And she is not pregnant. Like he wins the scholarship. He goes, wins the scholarship, then comes back and she's not pregnant anymore. Yeah. And I was like, what? I was like, what just happened? What? Why is that in here? I think that's what infuriated me the most. Like that that storyline, 100%, no need for that to exist. Because <laughs> there was like no setup or no payoff. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. I'm very confused. It was either. like their one attempt to bring drama into the film for a brief moment. And then they were like, what are we? No drama. But we'll leave it in. <laughs> yeah. We're too lazy to cut yeah, it out. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. It'll take, it'll cost us more money to cut it out. So just yeah, leave just it. Yeah, just leave it in there. Uh yeah. Uh so he wins the scholarship, uh, and then it turns into the to the bet game, right? And this essentially sets up the end of the movie here is this betting game between Ted and Rodney, Judge and Al here to win the golf course, right? Essentially, or whatever the whatever they're gonna do with the money. A forty thousand dollar game. Um, and then I did like uh during this game, uh the hardest I laughed, aside from the christening in this movie, uh, is when the like ninety bucks he picks his nose. Uh, with the guy who's just sitting there like playing around and then he's like oh, double or nothing if he eats it like i thought that was a decent yeah all the side bets uh, that are going on they're like yeah they're like, the prop bets they're yeah like, they're, they're playing a bet they're, they're playing a game for forty thousand dollars he's like i got five bucks you know ty wins it or whatever <laughs> yeah yeah it's very smart decent decent stuff um but the, the and then he hits the golf ball and it banks and then hits him in the arm because he's playing terribly. So there, there's something in this <laughs> because at the end of the golf tournament, right, it comes down to the last shot on the 18th hole or whatever that how it's even. It it runs into Eric. I don't know if we can bring it back if you've seen this one, but I know Alex has seen it. Um, Space Jam, another sports movie. How is the game even at the end? Yeah. Because we see Rodney Dangerfield's scorecard and it has like 8,000 tick marks on it. Uh, so I know it's a comedy movie, or like, but like that happens in Space Jam where the Monstars get way ahead on the on the Tune Squad, and then it comes down to the final shot for Michael Jordan. <laughs> You're like, what? What's the score? <laughs> I had I had one of these uh, instances. Uh, oh gosh, last week. I don't know if you guys have seen Big Shot, the new uh, Disney Plus oh, series dude, with John yeah. Stamos. Which, I have not. Okay, so there's in like, I don't think this is a spoiler, but in one of the first two episodes or so. The, the team is down down a point with five seconds left. And, they, you know, they drop a play. And the girl inbounds it to her teammate. And she gets ready and she she faces up to the basket, gets ready to dribble up the court. And I don't know how in this day and age you miss stuff like this, <laughs> but the camera still had the scoreboard in the background and then there were 11 seconds left. So oh, I was like, wait no. a minute. Oh. <laughs> so it's always those little things that get me. That was one of those moments where it was like, yeah. wait a minute, Jeez. how are we tied? Well, who is keeping yeah. score for all of this? <laughs> yeah, uh, my fa- and and judge is cheating. Yeah, like yeah. my favorite seek, my favorite moment in all of this was when Rodney gets hit in the arm, which I still yeah. use when watching baseball to this day. And and Steve, I think it's it's more appropriate when watching an Angel game. Anytime you know mm. the bullpen comes in and, and gives up three or four runs, that and does what they do. They should just sit on the mound and be like, my arm. My arm, it's broken. My arm, my <laughs> and just arm. Get a, I I still use that also today. Uh, the, I can't. Wow, I'm realizing how many quotes from this movie I use in my regular life. It's probably not healthy, <laughs> but but just whipping the armor out. My arm, it's broken. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why that kills me, but it does. 
there is a there is a big gif moment here that I have seen, and yep. once I saw Ted Knight, I immediately <laughs> and he was wearing like the polos. I was like, oh, "This is the guy. This is the gif. Yep. This is the gif thing. This is the well." We're waiting. That's that gif. I've seen it five million times. Um, by your reaction, I w- it doesn't. You didn't notice that. Nope. You haven't seen that gif. I don't know. That. Have you Have you seen that gif? Oh, it's a very popular gif. I was hoping you would bring this up. Oh, I'm so glad yeah, you did. I, if you did, I noticed it right away. Once I saw tonight, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> this is the gif. This, this is the well. We're waiting." Uh, used in text strings that I'm involved in three times a week, maybe, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe more. Very popular. Whatever gift. somebody doesn't I, I have to used me. that yeah. gift. Well, we're waiting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, because Danny subs in, and then it turns into the even match. Then he puts, and then it gets right on the edge of the hole. And then boom, here's the pyrotechnics. Here's where 90% of the budget went uh, that wasn't going to Rodney Dangerfield or renting the golf course. The big explosion. I mean, for what it's worth. They took many shots and many angles of this, and they did the right thing because these were huge. And Eric, to what you brought up earlier, that they didn't get clearance for this, that, that's insane because they really could have... I mean, they could have killed somebody with these explosions. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean, you know, they... I, I think they, they got clearance, you know, with the golf course and with the city and everything, but nobody, they didn't get clearance with everybody. And that's why, you know, ah. the, the pilot didn't know about about it. Um, but how, how long does the ball have to sit on the green before it's considered before a dead it's not, shot? Yeah. <laughs> because it was there for at least two and a half minutes. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought there was a rule about this, but again, in a movie like this, you throw out all, all the rules, but he, you know, the, Nothing the first time I saw it, I said the same thing. I looked at my brother and I'm like that. No, that's it. He he missed. That's a dead shot. Yeah, he missed. Yeah, that shot's dead. It doesn't. Yeah, you, that's you got to pull it out and put it back where it was, and then he gets to tap it again. But it doesn't matter. We're done here. <laughs> yeah, it's over. Game's or at over. least, it, yeah. So he ends it's up at least a playoff, and we get more movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this movie is fairly short, right? It's yeah. an hour half or so. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much right where it ends, right? They win the match or whatever. He wins it because the ball falls in because of the explosion. Um, but then the gopher lives, right? We see that the gopher ended up living, um, which set up, by the way, Caddyshack 2, which I looked up. I haven't seen it, obviously, because why would I watch Caddyshack 2, not Caddyshack 1? I guess I did that with The Dark Knight now. But uh, I looked up Caddyshack 2. That movie has a 4 percent on rotten tomatoes <laughs> that is one of the lowest if not the lowest score i have ever seen in my life four percent wow are, is only the one, cast in it is the only one only one cast member returned and it was chevy chase <laughs> wow. because of course it was four percent four percent insane and the same two guys um, wrote yeah. it the same two guys wrote it and you know they were doing it just like whatever how much am i gonna get out of this <laughs> Yeah. Well, it wasn't much. Insane. Maybe one of the if that, if not the biggest flop as far as the sequel is concerned, that's got to be one of them. I, Aside from like the Sandlot Two. Yeah. I, I read a I read a review that said Caddyshack Two makes Caddyshack One look like The Godfather Two. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, then roll credits, right? And and the gopher comes out. He's dancing and waving, and it's just weird. It's just weird. It's just a weird movie. I don't know. It's a weird movie, and I'm I am curious because I looked up reviews on this movie, and again, seven point three and a seventy three percent. 
pretty pretty high pretty high scores for this movie even today i was looking at reviews from like this year and they're still kind of glowing and i'm kind of surprised by that because people are like going like oh yeah no i just rewatch it holds up and i'm like man really does it eric when was the first time you saw this movie because that, that like you said right to your point was like when you watch this matters a lot so when did you watch this movie first probably late 90s Maybe, okay, that makes more sense then. Very, very early two thousands. Um, okay, that makes a little more I sense. It still holds up today. I don't know who who the hell would write that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think a lot has to do with it, right? Most of the writing from this movie that's so positive came because of word of mouth. It's it's a cult classic movie. It didn't do well at the box office. It didn't do well when it came out. I, I think it got to a point where all the little jokes here and there. Oh, you got to see this. Oh, you got to see this. And I don't know if it's, you know, I'm not a psychologist or anything, but when you go see a movie that somebody tells you to see, and it's because of like one or two or three lines, and then that line happens, you're like, oh, there it is. I remember that. Yeah, yeah I love this. Yeah. They were right. That did happen. <laughs> <laughs> or you know that there's a gif in the in the movie. You're like, oh, see, yeah. that's the mm-hmm. gif. Oh, there's the gif. Well, there's waiting. the source yeah, well, material. We're waiting. There yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've, I've seen that uh, before. I got it. Mm-hmm. 90%. I've been on Twitter and seen that. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, 90, yeah, 10 out of 10. <laughs> um, let's go ahead and, and, and roll into this. I'm going to do a little spin here. I mentioned user reviews, so let's go ahead and get some user reviews. We're going to go the 10-star route this time around, and I'm going to sort it by the review date. So the newest reviews to see what people are saying 10 stars out of this movie. Um, so there are 76 10-star reviews out of 300 here on Caddyshack. Again, uh, 7.3 on IMDb. So let's go ahead and read some. Uh, I'm going to read the first one. This is from AZA... Wow, I can't read this. A thought... A thought... P. P. Wiggins, very strange name. This came, today is the 23rd of May. This came two days ago, May 21st, 2021, 10 out of 10. Quote at the top says, the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Here is the review. (laughs) Caddyshack could very well be the ultimate comedy. The ultra-crass zillionaire, Roger Dangerfield, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, sorry, is the perfect foil for the stiff, humorless, snobby judge Ted Knight. The sneaky, animatronic gopher is the perfect nemesis for the hopeless, inept, shell-shocked assistant greenskeeper Bill Murray. The central theme of class warfare is represented by the working-class caddies set against the backdrop of the exclusive golf course slash club that is high that and its highbrow members. Young Danny Noonan, Michael O'Keefe, is vying for a college scholarship and taking useless pseudo-spiritual counsel from golf pro Ty Webb, Chevy Chase. Don't worry, none of it is taken the least bit seriously at at all. Memorable scenes abound, including the water ballet and Baby Ruth bar incident scenes at the pool. Of course, any scenes with Dangerfield, Knight, Murray, or Chase are hilarious classics. Director, Director Harold Ramis caught comic lightning in a bottle here. A comedic masterpiece from beginning to explosive end. Caddyshack is on a very short list of movies that I will drop everything to watch. <laughs> I don't know about that hey, one. <laughs> that was worded very well. Um, and I, I could see where that person's coming from, but I would challenge it in a couple areas. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's a lightning in a bottle, but uh, I mean, there's some of the scenes aren't Rodney Dangerfield, dude. <laughs> I could, I mean, yeah, a lot of racist, you know, a couple racist jokes sprinkled throughout, yeah. which might affect the way that you view this movie. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. This person, by the way, has over 2,500 views. Wow. This person is... I'm col- sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. That's, I'm not right. He has 
or they have 1,822 reviews on IMDb. That's a lot of reviews, dude. This person has ties to these movies and is trying to get royalties. There is no way that Apparently. that review is accurate. They're trying to pump it up, see, see <laughs> yeah. what other kind of money they can squeeze um, out of it. Trying to get more pennies. Yeah, <laughs> more yeah, that exactly. Some <laughs> other quick ones here. Uh, to, all these are 10-star reviews on IMDb, so you can go look at them now. They're all started by the re- most recent, this one from February, the funniest golfing comedy um, from September of last year with se- subtle comedy, entertaining characters, and good music. Caddyshack still has its cult status. Pure genius comedy. Top five comedy movies of all time. Oh, okay. Here we go. This will be the last one I'm going to read because this was perfect for Alex and I. Um, this is from May 24th, 2020, so about a year ago. Almost a year ago to the day. Um J-Jones underscore 18, 10 out of 10, titled To All Millennials. Here we go. If you do not rate this 10 stars, then you have no taste in movies and do not deserve to have an opinion. Do not rate this classic as as perfect excludes you from being allowed to participate in the human race. Your views and opinions are now null and void. May I... Oh my God, this guy is such a boomer. May I suggest you stick to hipster, PC, gender fluid, or whatever is socially hot and woke. That's in quotes. Remake for your worthless, unsolicited reviews. Nobody cares what you think, especially Caddyshack fans and or people who appreciate real humor. Thank you very little. (laughs) Oh, Al, we need to shut up. Jay Jones got us. Julio Jones. <laughs> oh, man. Jim Jones. <laughs> that is, by the way, Jay Jones has been a member of IMDb since October 2014. He's been on for over six years. That is his only review. Man, oh, man. Well, hey, I uh, I guess we should shut I up. Guess, I guess we're uh, I guess we got to end it. This whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. Jay Jones, the knife in our chest. Jay Jones, put it's us over. out. <laughs> Wow. To each their own. To each their own. What a time. To each their own. That was wild. That one I've never felt so personally. I feel so attacked personally. As a millennial, (laughs) I just, I feel attacked here. I need some avocado toast and an iPhone 11. Uh, I got both of those. (laughs) Hey, avocado toast is great. Shut up, everybody. Um, There's a reason why people pay $15 on it. Okay, anyway, we've come to the end here. Eric, Alex, I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked in the beginning. Now that we have talked about Caddyshack for about 45 minutes or so, I can ask you the same question. Now you can officially get into your spoilers since we're still in spoiler territory. Eric, you're our guest. I'll ask you first, would you recommend, or I should say, would you still recommend (laughs) Caddyshack to someone who hasn't seen him before? Yes, but with not quite the same enthusiasm as Jay Jones. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... I don't go that far. If you turn it off after good. the first, you know, racist joke, you, you, do you? I I get it. I, yeah. I, I don't blame you one. <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. Uh, but yeah, I I would definitely still still uh, recommend the movie. I I do think it's a, it's a great comedy classic. Is it my favorite? No, it's not my favorite. There's there's definitely several more that are much better than this. But you know, I think it's very quotable. I think there's there's a lot of lines in there that that still get thrown around today. And a lot of the times, that's that's all you need for me, especially in the world of comedy. Individual jokes here and there just, just make it for me. If you're looking for a well-crafted storyline, 
Don't even turn it on. I don't, don't, even, don't even waste it. I, I mean, it, it's on HBO Max. If you have HBO Max, that's that's how I watched it the other day. Uh, I under but, I understand Eric how this is like a Saturday movie, like a, yeah. it's like a Saturday comfort movie. Yeah. I totally get that because of the slow pace of yeah. it. I totally get that. Yeah, I, I mean, and it, it's it's one of those that's a it's a dial stopper for me. Uh, do people say that anymore? Uh, wow, I'm I haven't heard that in a changing while. Changing the channel and I see that it's on. I'm probably gonna watch it. No matter yeah. what point of the movie it's in, uh, it, it's just one of those. So yeah, I I definitely recommend mm-hmm. it. You, you can, and that's the other thing. You can pick it up from the middle, and it doesn't even matter. It's still going to be funny with those funny spots because it doesn't make any, it doesn't sense, make any anyway. sense anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, by the way, on that uh, Jay Jones review, just one last point on it. Uh, Ten people found that helpful. Mm. <laughs> Ah, thank you. You helped me with this with this review. Thank you. Um, Alex, I'll ask you the same question. You seem to be on the fence, so I'm curious to see where you're at now. Would you recommend Caddyshack to someone who hasn't seen it before? Because <sighs> um, you are the deciding vote, because you already know where I'm at. And we have a three-man I'm, crew I'm the here. swing vote. Where we have one yes, and I'm a one no. You are the swing vote. You are the hanging chat. I, uh... The hanging owl. See, this will. is this is kind of funny. This might de de uh, delegitimize my whole uh, my whole operation here. I do really like Rodney Dangerfield. That's the problem. I like Rodney Dangerfield, and I really mm. like Chevy Chase. But yeah, maybe mm, okay. I would say I would say no. Wouldn't recommend this to the average person. But I liked it for some certain scenes. You know, um, mm. I would definitely watch more Rodney Dangerfield stand up and stuff. Like I I'm a big fan of this guy. <laughs> I've I've seen a couple okay. of um, shows where he's on like the Carson Daly uh, interviews and different stuff like that and oh. like and, and that stuff is just rapid fire, just so many jokes. Um, and so Rodney Dangerfield, I'm a huge fan. So um, yeah, overall overall wouldn't recommend, but um, but I liked it. <laughs> wow, I do I wow. do have to Alex point the I do man. have to point out Steve that that was a a well placed hanging Chad reference for a movie that was Thank filmed you. in Florida. So well, hey. well played there. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, that's what I meant. I totally thought about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, for me, I think everyone kind of already knows where I'm at. The movie that I've hated the most here uh, in the 24 films that we have now done, uh, I was piping hot on Super Troopers. I hated Super Troopers. It is maybe one of the movies that I hate the most in the entire world. Uh, I really hate are you serious right now are you serious right now it's, that's the only joke in it uh, the <laughs> only redeeming quality of that film is the first 10 minutes that's it that right being now. said is caddyshack as bad slash worse than super troopers i will say it gives it its run a run for its money for me uh i love comedy i am a big comedy guy i surround myself with comedy Every single day, uh, I listen to multiple comedy podcasts every single day. I watched, I'm a big John Candy, Steve Martin, John Hughes, uh, Bill Murray, uh, love all of it. I'm big into all that kind of stuff. Love 80s and 90s comedy and love new comedy, Seth Rogen, all that stuff. That being said, Caddyshack wasn't for me. And if you are in the same boat, if you value my opinion, unlike Jay jo- Jay, whatever the Jay Jones guy, uh, Jones. because I'm a millennial, an elder millennial, that I'm almost 30, uh, then, then maybe you won't like this movie either. I can see why this movie has nostalgia to it. I totally understand that. If you're in the 80s SNL era, I get it. Totally get that. But not for me. 
And I think you shouldn't make people feel bad for seeing, not seeing this one. Because like we talk about that a lot. That's kind of what spurred this whole thing, Eric, was like people being mad at you for not seeing a movie. Like, oh, I got mad at you for not seeing Miracle. I'm sorry again <laughs> for doing that because that's the exact antithesis to this entire thing. Uh, but the uh, I, I think people cannot be mad at people for not seeing this one slash not liking it. Sure. Sorry. I, I think that's the case. Hey, I show that sentiment for everything, just like you said. If you don't like it, mm-hmm. you don't want to see it. Hey, whatever. You do you. That's fine. You do you. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. We can't see every movie. Nope. That's that's the thesis of this show. You can't see every movie. It's impossible. Yeah. So, you're gonna miss some. I haven't seen any of the Lord of the Rings. I don't like dragons. Sorry. Hey, you know what? Lord of the Rings. I think it was. Oh gosh, was the Two Towers? Might have been the Return of the King, the third one. One of two movies I ever fell asleep in the movie theater. Wow, Alex falls asleep all the time. Those are long. I've been with him when he falls. He falls right? asleep during Spider Verse. Oh yeah, like the I whole fell thing. <laughs> I fell asleep during Spider Verse in my living room. <laughs> that makes more sense. Alex fell asleep in the theater after we spent seventeen dollars. Ooh, um, yeah. I want to oh. go back to. Oh, Alex. By the way, by the way, Alex. Right now at AMC, they are playing Top Gun. Oh, we should go see Top yeah. Gun in theaters. Eric, you're free shout to join. To, Come on down to AMC. Shout out to Kenny Loggins, by the way. Made the music for Top Gun <laughs> and Caddyshack. He made a bunch of music for Caddyshack. Uh, look at that. It all comes full circle. All right, guys. I think we can wrap it up right there. That was Caddyshack. Yay. Clap it up for Caddyshack. <laughs> Alex, what is our next movie? Oh, shoot. What's our next movie? Our next movie. Oh, my God. Alex. 24 of these, Alex, and you do this every time. 24 of these. I had it. Let me find it again. <laughs> again, we are in movie thon. We are recording well in advance, so we are. I know. I we know. are M- MISW thon. It's, uh, right it's now. with the sound effect, from what I understand. Yep. Yep. It's <laughs> this <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Check this out. Check this out. The oh, next one. Typing. Hold on. Hold on. It's RoboCop. <laughs> There's a spreadsheet for this. We're watching yes. RoboCop next week. Um, RoboCop, 1997, rated R. Ooh, hour 42. Ooh. <laughs> 7.5 out of 10. Um, dude, this is going to be sick. I've, Kanye West made a song I'm called Robocop. Robocop. And um, I hadn't watched it, so I didn't. I couldn't relate. Um, okay, here's the um, the tag. It says, In a dystopic and crime-ridden Detroit, a terminally wounded cop returns to the force as a powerful cyborg haunted by submerged memories. Whoa. Is it wounded or wounded? <laughs> a terminally wounded cop. Wounded? Yeah, wounded. Wounded. Yeah. Returns to the force as a powerful cyborg haunted by submerged memories. Nice. Re- um, well, Michael directed by Paul Verhoeven, <laughs> written by Edward Newmeyer and Michael Miner, starring Peter Weller, Nancy Ellen, Allen, and Dan O'Herlihy. I don't know any of those guys. I don't know any of those people. <laughs> I don't know any of those people. So, uh, Eric, have you seen Robo- Robocop? Uh, no, but uh, I'm familiar with one scene because I'm a big Family Guy fan, and there was a big... <laughs> Mm. There was a big uh, Peter Weller joke in one of the Family Guy episodes. So oh, there you go. don't watch that episode. It's a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> there you go. Well, I haven't. I don't know what you're talking about. So Good. perfect. It's not been spoiled for me. Uh, Eric, we have a new segment on the show, too, here before we run oh. away. We ask. Now we are now asking our guests. This is graciously given to us by Alex Schmitten. Uh, we ask our guests for a movie recommendation that we should throw on our list. So are there any movies oh you goodness. have seen the list? Are there any movies that you can recommend? Oh, boy. That we need to see. This, by okay. the way, makes the show forever. Like this, now with this segment, that means every episode we do, we add one to the list. That means we can never stop doing it. Okay. Sorry, Al. 
I there's 23 <laughs> movies that I would love to recommend. Ooh. Okay, you gotta put, you gotta do one, just one. Uh, and if okay, yeah, obviously I don't know if you've seen it or not, or is this just for anybody? Is anybody. It for you guys or for anybody? anybody. Yeah. Okay, for us. I am a huge Marvel fan. Mm. Okay, comedy comedy's like my number one. But if there's a movie that I have to go see, it's whatever new Marvel movie comes out. Yeah. And my favorite mm. Marvel character of all time is Doctor Strange. Don't say it. It's okay. Doctor Strange. I thought you were gonna say Iron Man. I hate Iron Man. Really. All right, we got to do another podcast or something. We've we've hashed this out on the Dark Knight yeah, episode. Go okay, listen to that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Doctor Strange for me is just wildly underrated. I love it. I, I love every second of it. I can't wait for the next one. It's going to be a horror movie, so that's going to be something wildly different. Really? Okay. Yeah. We'll add Doctor Strange to the list. I have not seen Doctor Strange. I've yeah. seen it in in parts um, whenever it's on. But I love mm. I like dude the special effects in that movie is insane, absolutely we did, insane. Yeah, that was that was jaw dropping. We did the whole marathon. We watched all twenty three during you know well we were all <sighs> locked up sitting at home. Um, <laughs> is that why you said twenty three? <laughs> yeah, because I know, that's why I know how many there are. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you where do you play Spider Man? Because I'm I'm a huge Spider Man fan. I, I really like Tom Holland's uh, portrayal of Peter Parker. Um, but where are you at Spider Man wise? Uh, I I love Spider Man. I love the newer ones uh, better than the other ones. I I liked I liked Toby. I liked Andrew. There's rumors flying around they're going to show up again in the new one. We know they are yeah. because nothing's fun yeah. anymore, and everyone Everybody ruins, ruins it. Yeah, Thanks, yeah, that's, Entertainment that's tonight. a good point. Yeah. Um, no, I love I love Spider Man. It's Difficult to find if you want to watch it because you know Sony owns the rights, so it's like on Amazon Prime. That's why I bought yeah, them. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime right now. I own all of them. I own I own all of them except for the Amazing series. But next year, next year twenty yeah twenty twenty two is next year. Oh my goodness, uh, it will be on Disney mm-hmm. Plus. So everything will finally come home to where it belongs. Woo! Yeah, I said it. I have seen every Spider Man. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, at the theater except for the Amazing Spider Man two. Oh wow, that's, so that's pretty go. good. Big Spider Man guy. I love Spidey. Um, Eric, this was fun. I had a good time. I'm so glad you guys liked it. Even though this. it sounded like I yeah. didn't. <laughs> well, you know what? Here, here's the thing. There's with every, all the stuff going on nowadays. You could have easily gone on this podcast and just whined and complained about it the whole time and said, "Oh, I hate it," and sound like you know the antithesis to Jay oh, Jones. Know. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. You come on here. You have fun with it, even though you didn't like it. You still made this fun. I'm so glad we were able to, to talk about it, and thank you for being so open-minded about not the jokes, not the not the couple of jokes we <laughs> I talked. Uh, yeah. which I didn't like those jokes. You don't, I didn't need, laugh. <laughs> you don't need to be open-minded about those. Those are those are pretty night and day. But I, yeah. but for everything, yeah, I, I unapologetic for, for everything else. For everything else, it, it, it's cool to see that even though you didn't like the movie, you were able to talk about it with a with a bit of enthusiasm. So I I do appreciate. You know what that. we yeah. What we always say here is nothing matters nope. ever. Nope. The world doesn't matter. So just watch a movie and don't like it. It doesn't matter. Yep. Shut up. You are right. Um, or don't watch <laughs> yeah. it. Who cares? Nothing matters. Um, <laughs> um, Eric, Drafting the Magic. Tell the people about this show. And may I make a pitch that Alex and, and I guest on this show because you haven't had a movie episode about Disney. No. So I think we have to I think we have a collab cut. Let me but tell us tell us about drafting the match. I'll tell you why we haven't had a movie episode here. So I'll <laughs> I'll start with how this all came to be, right? The world shut down. We didn't have a lot to do. I'm sitting on my couch. I'm a big sports guy. My co-host Christian Ilton. Alex, I know you know him. Steve, you know him too. Uh big Disney guys as well. We we worked for the company for for a very long time. Uh, 
I thought to myself, Christian's the only other guy I know who's that much into Disney and sports as much as I am. How do we combine the worlds? Yeah. So I said, hey, what about a fantasy draft of Disney Parks experiences? So we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have a episode where the two of us will go back and forth. We'll draft our favorites based on the topic. We'll invite on a guest judge to, to pick a winner every episode. And we did, we did one full season, which you can listen to on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, wherever you can find it. Up to you. Wherever you're listening to this, you can listen okay, to that. Okay, perfect. <laughs> um, so, Except Apple right now, which might have been hashed out. By the way, Apple Podcasts is like it, a nightmare. But by the time you hear this, maybe it's fixed. I, I, you're right. It was the same with us. It took a while. <laughs> but we, we finally got yeah. hashed away. Uh, but uh, we've had a great time doing it. We have limited our show right now to Disney Parks experiences only because mm. that's our, our uh, area of expertise. However... As we start to progress through season two, we're realizing we are running out of things to talk about when it comes to the U.S. Uh, parks. Balloons. Specific. Yeah, ex- exactly. I think we did fried foods the oh. other week. It- yes, which I have a gripe. Eric, you got a steal of a second pick. Yeah, we talked about this the other day. You got, got an absolute steal of a second pick. Number one overall was, was corn dog from Christian Ilton. How do you not pick a churro? Especially be the guy down here in Anaheim and not picking churro is sacrilegious and is <laughs> insulting to my You know culture. what's funny about that is I'm not a huge fan of corn dogs. He knew that. He could have waited later <laughs> to get it. And he just blew his first pick and it kind of ruined the rest of the draft for him. No spoilers. All right. That was a spoiler. Wow. Whatever. Total nightmare. But I think my, my number one out of all the fried food at Disneyland would be the fried chicken, man. Beignet. It's got to be it's oh. got to be Plaza. Yeah, that's where Eric went too. Eric went with the fried chicken. You can listen to that episode we're hashing yeah. everything out, but <laughs> yeah. no spoilers, no spoilers. Give that guy a point listen. Over listen. But as soon as we run out of parks things to talk about and well, we do have plans for uh movies and, you know, Disney Plus shows. So, uh, that's coming down the line. So, you know, keep your phones next to your side, boys. <laughs> I think that's just a very obvious crossover oh, episode. Oh, absolutely. It's just it's just right there for us. We can all so be in the universe. We'll do that. Well, one day, one day we'll hop on. Even if it's just like you know, like animateds or live actions or yeah. whatever yeah. or nineties, whatever it is. So since we're nineties babies, a special that edition kind of, of drafting the movies I should have watched should be coming your way. Soon. Whoa! Drafting the movies I should have watched. <laughs> what a crossover event of the century. Move over, Spider Verse. Okay, that's gonna do it for us. You can follow uh, all of Eric's things. Just. Check my tweet at Steve Granado. You'll see it pop up when this episode comes out, which will come out uh, in June, late June. So we're about, yeah, we're like a month away from the release. Again, movie thon. Um, for Alex Schmidt, you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Alex Schmidt. And you can also follow his rug business at Al Did That. Alex, rug opportunities for this. Alex makes custom rugs on Instagram to order. What would be the rug opportunity for this movie? I think it's kind of obvious. It, it's got to be the gopher. I'd make the gopher. I'd make the gopher or I'd make the hat that um, that Rodney Dangerfield is uh, talking trash uh, on. <laughs> the stripe, the, the stripe gun. He had hat. some really the cool outfits. He had some hat. really cool, colorful just things. I really liked his car, his bag. Like, you got to do something cool. Make a rug out of like his, wow. his golf bag. <laughs> his fits make a rug out of his fits or of yeah i think yeah the hat is a good yeah. one the hat's a deeper yeah. cut that's pretty good good job al um so yeah go get that made hit up alex on instagram at al did that and get yourself a custom rug made get rodney dangerfield's outfit his hat or the gopher or bill murray's bad jokes uh love you bill murray 
get better. Scrooge was good. Okay. We <laughs> will talk to you next week. Don't forget to email us, miswpodcast at gmail.com. That's miswpodcast at gmail.com. If, if Jay Jones is listening, I want to hear from you. Hit me up. You can also follow me at Steve Renato, G-R-A-N-A-D-O. For Eric Pesolano, thanks for joining us today, dude. A lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Cool. Go listen to Drafting the Magic. You can listen to all our other 23 episodes. There's plenty of stuff out there. You're busy, but hey, you got to drive, so throw on a podcast. Hear us talk about it. For Alex Schmidt and Eric Pesolano, I'm Steve Granato. We'll talk to you next week with RoboCop. Yeah. Bye. Bye.